0: Hello, this is Megan and Stacey. Welcome to this week's What We're Cooking and Eating Now episode. Why do you sound so spicy already, <laughs> Megan?
1: Oh my gosh, you guys, I think she has some really good recipes coming up for us. So if you were new to this series, in each of these What We Are Cooking and Eating Now episodes, we share six meal ideas. These are things that we've been eating in our own house with our own kids who are real people and annoying, just like your children. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. You can turn these ideas into your meal plan for next week or anytime you want, or you can settle on over to our free listeners community to get even more ideas
0: on our weekly meal planning thread. Check out the free discussion board to get this week's links, like this episode's links, and more details about our supporting membership at didn'tIJustFeedYou dot com backslash community. Okay, well, like, do
1: I even need an intro? Your little <laughs> laugh at the beginning kind of said it all. Like kick us off megan it's what's going on in your wacky house? wednesday when we're recording it's wednesday you're fully in back to school season soccer has started for both kids like what's up
0: yeah okay so it sounds like a busy time also brian is back to commuting back and forth to Atlanta a lot for work but i'm also like I've been bored. I can't do the like same (laughs) repeat meals. And I want to talk about that a little bit before I share the recipes that I want to share. So I've really been leaning into like some different flavor profiles. There's always something that my kids will eat. But I've also just been like, this is what's for dinner. A little bit harder than I have been in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With exception. And this is what it is. Ella, my oldest, who's 11, she could just eat fast food all the time. And a lot we were we went through a couple weeks where she was like, "Ugh, that's what you're making for dinner. Can't we just get Wendy's or can't we just do Guthrie's? Guthrie's is the little fried chicken place near our house. And I would just be like so off put by her already turning up her nose. So I have instituted what I am calling Fast Food Wednesday at our house. Oh, And part of that is that she has soccer practice on Wednesday nights. So there's a little bit of like back and forth, especially if my husband's gone for work. And so I'm having to drive her to and from she like she doesn't want me to stay and hang out at soccer practice. So there's time for me to like run and do drive through dinner before I pick her up. And it also means that like if on Monday she asks about Wendy's, I can be like, oh, let's save that for fast food Wednesday. And there's less arguing about what's served for dinner. It's a little bit like the lazy genius concept of like plan your hot dogs. It's like she wants to eat that and I can do that once a week. It makes my life easier. And it actually becomes like fun instead of feeling like, oh, we're too busy and we're choosing drive through.
1: Megan, I think this is genius. And I think I'm going to steal the
0: idea, especially when you hear what's been going on
1: in my house. This makes so much sense. Although, you know, my kids are really not going to accept it. Like that one day, they'll be like, great. And we're also going to get Wingstop on Monday nights or Sunday for football and et cetera. But I think this is a really, really smart idea. I especially love it shows her that you're honoring her taste and her cravings and that there's kind of like a time and a place. I don't know, it just seems to work. I'm so curious for you to report back if it's enough for her, like if this satisfies her.
0: Also, full disclosure, like sometimes on the weekend, if we're out running errands and we're somewhere where it makes sense for us to get fast food, we might do that, like, or we might do like Panera, which is another thing, like fast casual thing that she loves. So it is like, it's not like you're limiting it to Wednesdays, but it just gives her something she knows she can look forward to. Yes, especially during the week when it's harder to be like, oh yeah, we'll just do drive through. And it makes your life easier. It makes my life easier on a very busy night. Yes, so it could be something else like for someone else, but I'm just sharing that we're That's a thing that we've been doing. But outside of that, I am like, it's still warm here and I'm still don't care. We're leaning into fall flavors. So here's some things we cooked this week. Pumpkin spice, girl. <laughs> There's actually no pumpkin on I here, know, but okay. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Okay. I think I saw this on Instagram. Like someone else shared from Pinch of Yum, this idea of like a sausage potato soup. And I riffed on this basic recipe and did kielbasa, potato, white bean, and kale. Really easy. Like I had... <sighs> i say really easy and then i'm like i had made instant pot chicken broth but that was like from a rotisserie chicken that was weeks ago i pulled it out of the freezer frozen broth browned some kielbasa added some yukon gold potatoes let that all simmer then when there we were close to eating i added the white beans and the kale and let it cook for like 10 more minutes and we served that with garlic bread great and someone could do that with store-bought broth so
1: just as easy just as easy and that was enough so i mean it's it's got lots of vegetables it's got protein you have the kielbasa you have the beans but it's a brothy soup a brothy soup no matter how loaded up it is like does not satisfy my kids i don't know why that's all right even with garlic bread i bet it like if i had melted cheese on top of the garlic bread or did something else like they would And then just they would eat five desserts and two snacks afterwards. But did it go over well with everybody? It
0: did. The kale was in big enough pieces that the kale haters among us were able to avoid it completely. And I want to add like to the idea of making it heartier or making it creamier. There's a recipe from so long ago, like a white chicken chili that I think I shared like so forever ago because I shared it on my own personal blog, where you like puree a can of white beans and put that in the broth. And then also do the white beans. So that might be a way to add some heft to it. Yeah, I love that. That's what I do with my white chicken chili. Yes. Oh, see, we're aligned. We're on the same white chicken chili Mm -hmm. vibe. Okay. Then another night I did ginger and garlic chicken meatballs and I sauteed them and then added some of the banchan sauce you guys know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about, Stacey? Store-bought. It's store-bought. Is it like, it's not really teriyaki. It's like, they call it Japanese barbecue sauce. Now I'm remembering. So like glaze them with that. Also, as an aside, God bless those Dora ginger and garlic things from Trader Joe's. I bought a bunch of those last time I was at Trader Joe's and that made making these super easy. Uh, and then I just served that over rice. I did some like sautéed snap peas so they get like kind of brown and blistered. And then we also had sliced cucumber and I had fresh mint. Everyone else is lame and didn't. But- <laughs> <laughs> OK, so the garlic ginger meatballs you made from scratch. I did. And I'm going to link to a recipe from Spoon Fork Bacon, which I've used before. There's is like a cocktail meatballs, but I honestly just... Is it bad to say I just riffed on meatballs? I feel like they're really easy. I do like a pound of ground chicken, maybe a quarter cup of breadcrumb, a whole egg, and then like this time ginger, garlic, and green onion. Sounds delicious. So good and so easy. Uh, kids love the meatballs. Ella is not into rice these days, so that's always a little bit hard. But she, I think she ended up like... Having a piece of leftover garlic bread from the night before with hers, and she still ate everything out. So that was great. Mm -hmm. Isn't it weird that my Capricorn also doesn't really like rice these days? How can you not like rice? I just actually, I know the whole thing of Did I Just Feed You? We're like, hey, picky eaters are allowed to not like stuff, but like, I don't get it. Rice is so good. (laughs) Rice. (laughs) I know. And it's like plain. I don't, I can't figure out if it's a texture thing or it's that it's plain to her. I think. For Isaac, it's that it's plain. Yes. Because he loves fried rice. Yes. So, uh, yeah, rice, we're only we've got to like try to like limit it or maybe I need to be using noodles more. But it was really nice. And honestly, this is like a riff on a bowl meal that we do a lot. Like sometimes we do the salmon version of it or sometimes I buy like store-bought meatballs. But it was nice to do like a chicken meatball for a little bit of variety in our life. Oh, maybe next time try thin rice noodles. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Or even soba noodles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then the other thing, this is something that I like cooked for myself and was maybe like a little bit more work because the kids weren't as into it. Uh, I'm calling it a fatouche-ish salad. (laughs) Fatouche-ish. I like it. Uh, Because fatouche I wrote about this forever ago on Kitchen and we'll link to the story. I talked to Samin Nosrat about her fatu- like growing up with Fatoosh and generally used pita. And she recommended like basically burning the pita. That was like a, a taste memory she had from her childhood because of how her dad would crisp up the pita for Fatoosh. Um, but we we had, like, some garlic naan to use up instead. So it wasn't quite the same, like, super crispy texture, but I did... Because naan's a little thicker. Yeah, because naan's a little bit thicker. So it was almost panzanella vibes. I had a bunch of tomatoes left over from the farmer's market, and I had a cucumber to use up and some um, red onion, and just kind of threw that all in the bowl with this, like, lemony dr- sumac dressing. And then added the naan that I had toasted in the oven. And we had, so that was like the bread salad part of it. And then we also had greens to put it over. The kids were not into the greens or the tomatoes. So they mostly like ate the bread and the cucumbers out of the salad. But we also had like these pan seared lemon and sumac chicken thighs, and they were into those. Nice. That sounds like a delicious meal. That sounds right up
1: my alley and my kids would love this yes. meal.
0: Stacey, I don't know about you, but I've been in a major spring cleaning mode, including purging and organizing my closet. I'm putting away winter sweaters and donating things that don't work for me anymore, but I'm so excited to be pulling out some of my favorite items from Quince to put back into rotation. Totally. I
1: love the pieces that I bought from Quince last year, too. And neither of us should really be surprised. We love Quince for their quality. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us.
0: Which means I can actually add some pieces back to my closet after my spring clear out. I love the linen pants and top I got last season so much, but my next purchase is one of Quince's gorgeous 100% washable silk skirts.
1: Oh, that's so pretty. And the best part, all Quince items from silk to 14 karat gold are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. That's why I snagged my favorite oversized cashmere
0: boyfriend cardigan from Quince instead of any other brand. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash D-I-J-F-Y for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to get free shipping and 365 day returns. We know you're seeing all the Mother's Day gift guides everywhere. And while we usually do some Didn't I Just Feed You version, this year we have the one perfect Mother's Day gift that works for everyone Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with BiHeart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is BiHeart an easy to digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. Additional terms and conditions apply. So that's what I cooked this week. What about you, Billis? Oh,
1: gosh. Oh, it's rough over here. (laughs) So...
0: I shouldn't laugh. I'm laughing. No, it's good. It's
1: good. It's good. It started off, you know, strong, trying to make the best of being in a rental apartment. But the kitchen is really, you know, it's an electric stove. There's no big pot. There's like one skillet. There's pot where you can kind of cheat and cook a pound of pasta, but it is really limited. So I just came in like, we're so lucky to have a place and not be in a construction zone. I'm good. And then like, it's kind of wearing on me just in terms of dinner, partly because also the kids are like, they see this as their grand opportunity to order all the time. So I'm getting no encouragement, like to cook as I would at home because it's just not coming out quite the same. So I'm really starting to lean into takeout and very store-bought, put-together
0: meals. Like I can't believe I'm going to say her name, Sandra Lee. Remember Sandra Lee? Okay, listen, I do remember Sandra Lee, and I feel like she went over the deep end into, like, the semi-homemade territory. Oh, my God. So the deep end. But I think there are actually really good semi-homemade meals. I agree. I totally agree. So we're going to get into this actually in its own
1: episode so like i'll save some of my commentary because i agree but i will say that it it isn't my typical way like when i've made semi-homemade meals there's usually one element that is like i'm actually cooking more like i very rarely take the store-bought sauce plus the store-bought thing plus the store-bought cheese like and literally i'm just assembling which is where i'm starting to go because i'm only really cooking three times a week and then the rest is ordering it's just the way that we're surviving until my kitchen is ready so here is what i cooked started off a little bit strong with creamy beef shells it's your recipe it's on kitchen it's a favorite and it's a great one pot pasta there we go everybody can laugh at stacy because now that stacy has to cook under these circumstances she's all about the no one one's pot pasta. La-
0: no one's laughing because i literally only have one pot y'all <laughs> so there you go <laughs> learning my lesson were you able because i don't think does that recipe use a whole pound of pasta i feel like it uses a little less than a pound okay to make four four servings I to
1: pick with you so i'm glad that you do that because a lot of your pasta recipes your one pot pasta recipes on kitchen it's also your instant pot yes spaghetti and meat sauce does not call for a pound of pasta i know listen and you say it feeds four megan and i got issues with that okay so I have always adjusted your recipes to do a pound of pasta yes. because I can't cook
0: less. I think this is like sort of the nutritional restrictions guidelines from kitchen is Got why it. they're written that way. But I agree. And I have to tell you that anytime I cook that recipe, I just cook the whole box because the leftovers of it are really good. So yeah. But I like I had to laugh because I know that it's written for less than a pound, and I yeah, know that no, there's on n- principle you never cook less than a pound of pasta to feed. Well, the four also of you. like
1: I mean, it's just I should start cooking a pound and a half to two pounds.
0: Like it's the kids still
1: are like snacking a lot afterwards when we divide a pound of pasta between the four of us. Yeah, it's like really not enough food. So I've always I'm used to kind of adjusting that recipe because I make that recipe all the time now. My kids really really love it, so it's great. I think even if you're not cooking under the same circumstances that I'm cooking under right now, that's a really good, hectic time of year, fall, cozy, everybody's going to love it recipe that everybody should keep in their back pocket, in my opinion, as long as you eat meat. I agree. And your kids like a red sauce. Okay. Next thing, I made like a very assembly meal that I actually cooked one piece of. So I got a box of yellow rice. I got Packaged pre-seasoned beans. I happen to get dozen cousins because that was what available at my supermarket. There's another brand we love, Filos. There's a lot of them, so I have that. I bought store-bought chimichurri from Gotham Greens, which is a brand that I really love. They make a it comes like the pesto, and I could have used pesto if they didn't have chimichurri. This part wasn't like absolutely necessary. You could use like a store-bought hot sauce if you wanted instead. And then I bought a rotisserie bird. I shredded all the meat off of it, put it in a pan with a little bit of that chimichurri and some lime and a little oil to reheat it. And then I bought pre-shredded cabbage that I dressed with a little bit of lime. And that was it. Made these bowls. So the yellow rice, the beans, the shredded chicken, the cabbage on top, and then I drizzled chimichurri over all of it.
0: Brilliant. I mean, that sounds delicious. And that hits on like the how we would approach a semi-homemade meal. Like just I'm adding lots of flavor to
1: it. Totally. Just adding a lot of flavor. Although like it went downhill from here. Like the (laughs) fact that I like sauteed the chicken and put flavor in it and then cooked, even though the rice was in a box, like that's more cooking. Like I've officially reached dump this box with this package with that. And here's dinner. (laughs) But anyway, before I got to that point, that'll be on our next, what we're cooking and eating now. I made our skillet ravioli lasagna. And it's so funny because we share pictures from what we're cooking and eating now on on Instagram. (laughs) And I'm looking at the picture of that and I'm like, oh, I bet Megan's gonna edit that one out. No, It just looks like a sloppy plate of red sauce and pasta. But what a lifesaver. What a lifesaver store-bought ravioli is. So just jarred sauce. We have a recipe. We're gonna link to that. But in that recipe, we use canned tomatoes and we tell you to doctor it with a little olive oil and chopped garlic and this and that. I literally took the ravioli. I took the rayos, I took pre-shredded cheese and I put it all together and then just spinach with dressing on the side.
0: And was that enough? This is a question that people ask because the, the like, store-bought tortellini or ravioli, at least the brands that we buy, like even the family size is inching towards not being enough for my family of four. And my kids are have smaller appetites than your boys yeah. are. So I got two packages of vacuum-packed ravioli and Mike wasn't around. Okay. Mike was traveling. So the actually all of these meals was just the three of us. Nice. So it was plenty. And did you do anything on the side as a veg? Oh, for
1: the skillet ravioli lasagna, we just did literally spinach and dressing, store-bought okay. dressing. And then for the no, for the rice and beans and chicken. We didn't. Everything, yes. <laughs> right? And the creamy beef and shells, I just did like simple sauteed green beans. I'm on a simple like sauteed, sauteed green beans yeah. thing. Yes. I mean it's pretty much the only vegetable Isaac will eat right now besides salads. So <laughs> me too. There you go. There you go. So I it's it's this is a really interesting lesson because i bet you even if i was home in my own kitchen this time of year would feel so crazy i'd want to cook the same way and i would be harder on myself about not and pushing myself and it's working out just freaking fine
0: i feel like a little bit like it's freaky friday rather than a wacky wednesday like <laughs> <laughs> we swapped we, we swap th- because yeah. usually i listen to what you cook and i'm like oh man Cece is putting so much thought and effort into what she's eating and like sounds so flavorful. And here I am doing as many like shortcut things. And like But I also think this is a great reminder of like it's the end of September. It's busy yep. for a lot of yep. people, whether they're renovating their kitchens or not. And and we really talk about like every season is different. And whatever you are able to put in front of your family in the season that gets the job done hands off to you a round of applause hands off hands, Abs- off. hands off
1: cut your hands
0: off <laughs> never have to cook again <laughs> no it's so true it's
1: so true that there you know that there's a place for every kind of cooking and you don't have to feel like the cooking you're doing today is what defines you forever
0: yeah stacy's right. like telling herself that she's like yeah, i, I won't be as i'm rocking <laughs> Megan can see me in the video, like rocking back and forth holding myself. Oh, in the tiny room that you have to record in yeah, in a chair that I know is so uncomfortable. <laughs> so let's take it, take it out of here. Hey, get the recipe links by visiting our free community. If you haven't joined us there yet, you should join for free at denivesfeedu.com backslash community. There you can get an ad-free stream of all of these episodes and other goodies by joining our supporting community too. Follow us on Instagram, where we are at,
1: didn't I just feed you. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Stacy,
0: And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed friends.